Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. Apologize in advance if you are eating while I tell this short little story. So in one of my childbirth prep classes, one of the moms who I loved because she was so like blunt and honest and open about what she was experiencing came in one day and promptly told me that she felt like she had a bottle of drippy glue leaking out of her vagina. She told me that it's everywhere down there all the time, that she had to go through multiple pairs of underwear every day, WTF. And so I'll tell you what I told her. Um, Vagina glue is a sure sign that your child will be an arts and crafts whiz. Just kidding. But this Drippy glue vagina is an incredibly normal part of pregnancy for many women. And all of this goo, essentially vaginal discharge, is caused by an elevation in estrogen, which increases the amount of blood pumping to the pelvis area. And that stimulates the mucous membranes, which makes your vagina a discharge factory. And it can be irritating, it can feel kind of icky, but it does serve many purposes for the vagina. For example, it helps to wipe away dead cells, and it's helping bacteria levels find equilibrium. Um, And it also guards the birth canal from infection. So really, all that discharge is great. And while this discharge is usually thin, odorless, a little sticky, and usually clear or white, its color can range from green, yellow, pink, or red to white, brown, or gray, depending on what's going on within your body. So yes, in some cases, discharge can be a sign of an issue. So again, when it's just totally normal, healthy, it's usually clear to white, If it is green or yellow, this could be a sign that, you know, you have an STD like chlamydia. Not always, Um, but, you know, you definitely want to let your care provider know if it's green or yellow. If it's pink, 
it can be totally normal, especially if you're in early pregnancy as the embryo is implanting in the uterus. I mean, sure, you probably don't even know you're pregnant at this point, but if you're trying to be, become pregnant and you see some pink discharge, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're starting your period. It could, again, mean that the embryo is implanting. And then when you're nearing your due date, thick gobs of, you know, clear discharge with a little bit of pink or red could occur when your mucus plug comes out in preparation for birth. And this is also something called bloody show. So it's normal, you know, for that to have some blood in it. And that's essentially what the pink is, a, a bit of blood. All right, red. So tinges of red in discharge can be normal in early or late pregnancy because, again, of what I just mentioned of implantation or the mucus plug. Um, and a little bit of red discharge can also appear after sex because the cervix is, is really, really sensitive during pregnancy and can bleed a little bit. However, if you experience so much red that it's more blood than just some red discharge, go ahead and reach out to your care provider provider because this could be a sign of a complication. Not all the time, but sometimes. Okay, brown discharge is also common in early pregnancy when old blood is clearing out of the uterus. And if, you know, you experience dark brown discharge, you, you know, you don't need to be alarmed, but this is something that I would still recommend letting your care provider know about because in some situations, it could be a sign of miscarriage, ectopic pregnancy, or an issue with the placenta, but, but not always. Plenty of women have lots of brown discharge during early pregnancy and go on to have a perfectly healthy pregnancy. All right, if the discharge is gray, this could be a sign of the vaginal infection, bacterial vaginosis. And this is caused by a bacterial imbalance in the vagina that can usually be rebalanced with antibiotics. And, you know, in addition to color, the smell and consistency of the discharge can be signs of, you know, certain issues. So if the discharge smells fishy, in addition to being gray, this could again be va bacterial vaginosis. If your discharge kind of looks like cottage cheese, then you might have a yeast infection, which yeah, you know, most women have had a yeast infection. We're probably pretty savvy at treating it with over-the-counter medications, but because you're pregnant, I would still recommend letting your care provider know and asking how they recommend you treat it. And then itching or burning. If you are experiencing that along with any kind of discharge or even no discharge at all, you could again have a yeast infection, especially if you have itching, burning, and an inflamed vulva. And like I said, if you experience discharge that indicates, that could indicate an infection or some other issue, always let your care provider know. At the very least, they'll just be able to give you peace of mind that all is good. All right, so what to do? Because pregnancy doesn't need any help making you feel uncomfortable, there are ways to minimize, you know, that kind of icky feeling that some women experience when they just have a lot of discharge down there, even if it's totally normal discharge. So go ahead and wear unscented organic cotton panty liners, and these can help prevent the discharge from soaking through your underwear. You can make sure you 
wear really breathable cotton underpants because beyond being comfortable, having really breathable fabric like cotton helps to prevent excess moisture, which is a breeding ground for, you know, yeast infection inducing bacteria. So again, make sure you're wearing nice breathable panties. You absolutely do not want to use tampons. You don't want to do any douching, you know, beyond a penis, your fingers, maybe a sex toy, or, you know, your care provider's vaginal exam devices. Really nothing should be going up your vagina during pregnancy. And as tempting as it can be to try to use a tampon to absorb that discharge because before it soaks your pants underpants, um, they can introduce harmful bacteria into the vagina. So stay away from tampons. And you don't want to douche either as that could disrupt the balance of microorganisms in your vagina and potentially cause bacterial vaginosis. You can also use unscented personal care products. So the chemicals used for a lot of scented products can disrupt the, the vaginal ecosystem, which is pretty sensitive, and resist the temptation to purchase perfumed toilet paper, soaps, oils, anything else that might touch your vagina. If you really do want some kind of scent down there, you can mix uh, just a couple drops of your favorite essential oil with a carrier oil like jojoba almond oil and just rub a little bit in your inner thighs. Um, but stay away from really intense ones like peppermint if this could cause some burning. So you can just test out just a tiny bit on the inside of your leg first before rubbing it all over your inner thighs. But again, really be careful about not getting it close to the vagina. Okay, you also want to honor the, the golden rule of wiping that we all probably learned when we were potty training as toddlers. Okay, so remember that rule? They taught us to wipe from front to back. And this prevents fecal matter from entering the vagina. And this is especially important during pregnancy because we could potentially get a urinary tract infection if that fecal matter gets into the vagina. Okay, and you also want to get plenty of probiotics. So eating things like unsweetened yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, other probiotic-rich foods really infuses the vagina with healthy bacteria. And that helps to prevent, you know, those unpleasantries like yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis. Finally, the one that I was most horrified to learn is that we really should be avoiding sugar for so many reasons during pregnancy, but it relates to the vagina um, because eating too much sugar can cause an overabundance of yeast in the vagina, and you can guess what that can lead to. All right, so I hope that this helps to quell some of your vaginal issues, and again, if in doubt, let your care provider know. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? 
If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa, whoa, whoa.